Hey there, everyone. Welcome to this episode of DGR Dialogue. I'm Claudia Tirico, editor of Demand Gen Report, and I've got my friend Marnie Reed of PFL on the line for just a quick check-in on what's going on in the direct mail space. Because given that, we're starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel following a rough year of social distancing, you know, during the pandemic, and 2020 was just crazy in general. I wanted to chat with Marnie on direct mail specifically because for a while I've heard so many people talk about how direct mail has become obsolete in a work-from-home world. And honestly, that's a myth that was quickly shot down when different solution providers, specifically even PFL, offering address confirmation capabilities. And then it turned out that direct mail was one of one of the few things and strategies that could really bridge the physical and digital divide. So with all of that said, I wanted to have Marnie on for just a quick pulse check on this new hybrid experience. So Marnie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Thank you, Claudia. I'm super excited to be chatting with you today. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's so great to chat with you. We're, we're huge fans of PFL. They're, you guys are a great partner of ours. We've partnered together on uh, various events. So if anybody out there attended our B2B marketing exchange, I'm sure they received an awesome swag box of things in which we partnered with PFL with, and we saw such great success and everybody loved it. So before I go into some of my questions for you, Marnie, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do at PFL. Absolutely. So I'm Marnie Reed. I'm actually a longtime veteran of PFL. So I've just hit my 19th year here, which is uh, hard to imagine, but I am the chief evangelist of brand experiences and, and really my ultimate goal is to be working with partners like you guys where we try to constantly figure out how do we generate better success for our customers and then when we see that success really elevate them to showcase to other marketers how they should be looking at their marketing strategy very very cool so honest and you guys are are located in montana right i've been dying to visit there i wanted to go to your events back in the day but i haven't had a chance to to get up there so hopefully we'll be seeing you guys soon in person once everything kind of levels out. Well, definitely. And Montana has been very fortunate because we just have so much wide open space here. So anytime the door is wide open for you to come visit. Awesome. I love it. All right. Let's get into some of my questions. I'm really curious what's going on in the direct mail space in this hybrid experience world that we're now starting to kind of dive into. Yeah. It's been needless to say an interesting last 12 months, 14 months, whatever it has been. And really what I look at is the amount of information that we're required to manage has just completely gone through the roof. I read an article recently where Microsoft pushed out a report that stated that delivery emails have increased 40.6 billion year over year. Wow. Just let that number sink in. That is ludicrous. Unreal. And I know, Claudia, you have already talked about some of the stats out there and email was already and digital was already just oversaturated and it's gone even higher. I think the challenge is, is our, from a physical standpoint, we actually cannot process that much information and our attention spans are shorter than ever. I read another article that human attention spans have been reduced to less than a goldfish. <laughs> so, Oh my goodness. The goldfish concept I know, is back. But you know, oh, if you Lord. look at people's faces and like how connected they are, I think it explains a lot. But you take that with a lot of the digital disappointment that we're seeing. And in many ways, 2020 was just a watershed year for putting the science of physical and digital experiences to the test. And I think while most of us have been really focused, and I've heard this so many times in, in 
webinars where it's like digital only, digital only. And so we're driving hard towards that digital transformation, but the challenge is it's really uh, failed to deliver on the promises of a more connected and personalized cohesive experience online. I think digital is great and it delivers insights to performance, but it's really failed to build that brand experience and drive that brand affinity. And it really lacks human authenticity. I think the human experience just still prevails. And so when we look at here at PFL, we see that there's a science between behind how we instinctively prefer physical experiences. So when I come to my desk, which I'm fortunate to be in the office, if I have a package or even a piece of mail on my desk, that's the first thing I gravitate towards. And it really helps humans place a, a higher value on that physical product and the experience that they do digital. And so you combine that with the days of old, and you talked about how direct mail was kind of, I don't think you used the word dead, but yeah, it wasn't really valued because it was so siloed from all of our digital channels. And the way we look at things here at PFL is just making that good lasting impression on the customer is really good for business. And we believe that the human experience is really a hybrid experience. And those two components, the digital and the physical, need to be married together in a very cohesive way. And this is why we call this the hybrid experience. Very, very cool. And honestly, yeah, it's been such a crazy year, but so much creativity came out of it. I just saw so much resilience and agility and and the fact that we were able to somewhat bridge that divide um, has been really awesome. Can you talk about some of the various opportunities for hybrid experiences when it comes to just strategies, even like ABM or sales enablement, all the way down to customer success? Are there any examples that you could share or uh, use cases? Absolutely. Our customers are doing amazing things. That's one of the reasons that I get so inspired to be here at PFL is we are learning from our customers. Our customers are learning from us. ABM is such a perfect use case for marrying that digital and physical together. And if you think about your ABM strategy, whether it's a one-to-one, a one-to-few or a one-to-many process that you're taking, you have the ability to infuse that physical experience into your digital. And so one of our customers has a campaign that they're running where they have five different physical touch points throughout their entire digital journey. And the promise of ABM really does pull marketing and sales together because you have a more robust strategy around these accounts that you're selling into. You have a better understanding of A, who the account is, and B, who you're actually selling to. And oftentimes, um, I think you probably know this more than I do, but there's six to seven people in the buyer's journey that you need to engage with. And so being able to send out those physical pieces to the different personas that you're selling into, I think is really critical to pull everyone together and really accelerate that, that sales pipeline. So one of the campaigns that they're running is they have what's called the stel, uh, stalled pipe kit. And so this is a kit where if someone is in that sales process and oftentimes it gets stalled, they stop to engage, stopped engaging with us, they're sending out a kit that says we make a great pair. And it really references the previous conversation that they have. It's tying it together with the person who's actually selling into the account with the language that they want to use, their headshot, their signature. So it really adds that nice personal touch, but it's inspiring people to move and re-engage back into the digital channels. It's really fun just to see how it's just like this seamless communication out to this audience. And it's not communication to the account. It's really communication to that individual, which I think really completely changes the game as far as seeing those success rates. 
And I think on the customer success side, it's we have to realize that put all of this effort into our sales process to get that signature on the contract, but that's just the beginning of the relationship with them. And so having things like a welcome kit that you're sending out or a celebratory kit once they sign to say, we're excited to be partnering with you. This is our partnership is going to be timeless and let's celebrate in style. I think those are things that really get our customers excited and realize that they made the right decision to be working with us. It's not just a vendor relationship. It's really a partner relationship. That's awesome. And then honestly, all of that effort really just, I feel like it'll eventually turn these customers into advocates of your brand and they'll almost in a way help do the marketing for you, right? Absolutely. That's the times that I get so inspired with my job is when I can take someone who actually has gotten a promotion because of the amazing campaigns that they have worked with PFL on because it's produced such great results. It's a no-brainer for them to get promoted. And those are the successes that we can celebrate with our customers. We're impacting their individual lives. That's awesome. So obviously 2020, again, weird year, and obviously presented a lot of changes for everyone. So now that we're slowly coming out of our homes um, and all that stuff, what changes are you seeing in the space now as we're kind of in this transition point compared to what happened when the pandemic hit? I think everything that I've heard from our customers and then even here at PFL, the big question is, is what does what does it look like going forward? When everything went virtual, there were no trade shows to, to rely on. There were no in-person events to engage with our, our prospects and our customers. I think it forced a level of discipline. I, you brought it up earlier where it's like there was a lot of really brave customers out there that just said, we have to keep moving forward. I think that discipline is going to carry forward. It's like we've had to stretch muscles that we've never used before. And I think that's going to be something that will not go away. I think we're going to look closer at our budgets and actually what's producing results. And I think we're going to go to a more hybrid experience, even from an event standpoint. I think we'll probably see some more events come back in person. I saw that Dreamforce announced that they were going to do their in-person event. A couple other ones have come up recently to state the same in-person events are coming back. I honestly don't think that it's going to go back to where it was. I think it's going to be something that where people are looking at their trade show budgets that had to shift, and they're going to be very disciplined about whether they're going to reinvest in those. And I also think it's going to be something where they're going to put much more discipline into that that pre-event strategy, the during event strategy, and the post-event strategy. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how all of these events kind of pan out. Obviously, you know, I'm very involved in planning our own events. So seeing this hybrid approach and, and seeing what kind of creative and innovating innovative things other companies and brands are doing is really exciting. So back to PFL a little bit. You've been announcing a few updates here and there to the software. I know one of them was called experience enablement and you had some enhancements to PFL's command center and so many others. Can you talk about these different updates and enhancements and and how they benefit PFL customers or will benefit the prospects as well? Sure. So I think much like many other software companies, we're always listening to our customers and what they're looking for. And they needed a more connected experience between both their automated direct mail triggers, if you want to call them that, and also their one-to-one, which is really that sales enablement component. So some of the changes that we made in our, our software is actually making that one solution. And so it's really enabling both of those parties to be able to do something at scale 
like having it triggered from campaigns where it's looking at the, the rich behavioral data within the platform, but also enabling that sales team to A, have visibility into what marketing is doing so that they're not sending the same pieces at the same time, but it gives them the freedom to actually trigger something based off of an event that they actually had. So I think that coupled with just better reporting and attribution of those physical pieces has really helped our customers, again, know where are they going to put their dollars? Are they going to enable more of that sales team or are they going to enable more of the marketing team based off of the results that they're seeing? So at the end of the day, our objective here is at, P at PFL is to make it as easy as possible for our customers to be able to implement these solutions because, frankly, if you add direct mail into your campaigns, inherently you're going to have a more complex campaign. And so everything that we do here at PFL is just ensuring that we can be as easy for our customers to be able to have these more complex, more personalized, but more effective campaigns. Fabulous. I love it. And obviously, I've mentioned earlier, you've partnered with Demand Gen Report and, and so many other big names in, in the space and brands and companies to provide these awesome direct mail swag boxes for their virtual events. Any specific kind of examples uh, that stand out? Can you share some and, and why they were so successful? Well, I do love the one that we did with you guys. And here's a couple pieces of the reason that I loved it. First of all, when we have gone all virtual, you know, when back in March of 2020, everything went virtual. The numbers that we saw for people who are registering for events were ludicrous. I mean, everything jumped up just because of access. But over the course of the last 12 months, what we've seen is those numbers have really trailed off. People are tired. They have digital fatigue. They get to the point where it's like, oh, it's on demand. I'll get to it later. They never revisit it. And so one of the things that we did with you guys, and, and I think the results really are proof of how you structure these campaigns, is we sent this registration page out for people, but there was a really strong call to action. If you want to experience the full event experience, I said experience twice, but if you really want to experience the in-person feel to the event, register by this date and we'll send you kind of the event in a box. And I think it drove that kind of FOMO of, I want to experience this this package and this event in a different way. And so we saw an increase in registrants. But I think the other piece that was really cool is, is what we created with you guys. Once someone unboxes that package that they received, there were pieces within that box that kept them engaged throughout the entire event. And I know it sounds a little bit silly, but we had a coloring book in there. People are doodlers. People like coloring actually is, uh, they've shown studies that it's really great for stress relief. And we had colored pencils in there, but we also had things that help support our sponsors. And what that looked like was a trifold brochure that had some scratch off components to it. And what we were doing is driving people to actually attend those breakout sessions. And so that is great exposure for all of the partners that help sponsor that event. So in that particular event, we actually saw a 70% attendance rate compared to some of our other virtual only events, which is about a 30% attendance rate. So I think that was just proof in the pudding that when you do it right, you can drastically change the metrics. Yeah, we were like mind blown at the amount of engagement and all the love that we saw on social media, everybody posting the photos of of their of even their coloring and and all the different fun stuff. So, it's awesome and and I personally highly recommend to anyone doing a, a virtual event, even a hybrid event. So, speaking of 
What's next for hybrid experiences? What's next for PFL and just direct mail in general? What can we expect from all of this in the future now that we're somewhat going back to the going back to normal in a way into a new normal, I guess. And I hate saying new normal, but (laughs) (laughs) for lack of a better word, what are you seeing for the future? I think this has taught people that they have to be they have to be better and more curated in how they're talking and communicating to their audience. You know, I was talking to Peter Coffey a couple days ago. He's the VP of research over at Salesforce. And he said, Marnie, this is huge what you guys are doing. This is something that is going to be the standard going forward. And it's really how to be how to be more connected with our audience and really create that great customer experience in a way that they feel like we're speaking directly to them. You do that both through your digital and you do it through your physical. The Adobe Summit was last week and it's like the new buzzword is CDC. And so how do you take all of that data and actually transform it into a way where it makes such a personalized experience? It's complex. I'm telling you, marketing has changed so much where it's like you have to be a data scientist, you have to be creative, you have to be a content writer, you have to think about strategy. There's so much on marketing's plate right now. But I think slowing down to speed up is kind of the theme where it's like be more thoughtful about what you're sending to who you're sending to what is the messaging on it it needs to be compelling and it really needs to represent your brand through the entire experience for the the audience i just think the last year has taught us to be more disciplined i think it's taught us to take a moment to pause and actually figure out what are we trying to communicate with who and then ensure that every touch point that we have represents that Awesome. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we're always talking about B2B marketing, but it honestly is human to human. So any way you could really humanize the experience and just be empathetic, no matter whether we're going through rough times or not, it's it's definitely key there. Well, awesome, Marnie. Thank you so much. That's all the questions I have for you today. I'm so glad you were able to join me. Um, I totally, I look forward to seeing everything come to life from PFL in the future. So yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time. Claudia, it was awesome. Always good to talk to you again. I'm excited to see how you guys are doing over at Demand Gen Report. And it's been awesome working with you guys. Likewise. Thank you everyone else for listening in. If you have any questions on direct mail or just the hybrid experience in general, throw some comments at the bottom. We'll be sure to try to cater more content and conversations to to what you're looking to learn. So thank you again, everyone for joining us today and uh, take care. 